Well, good morning to our, uh, what are we at today? Almost 82 million listeners because we have got an amazing guest. Uh, we've got Chadis Leo, host of the Our Native Land podcast. And Chadis has uh, started this podcast just recently. And I connected with him because, of course, I am uh, managing a podcast, but it's called Northern Conversations. <laughs> And it's the same theme. We are chatting about uh, First Nations and Indigenous-based conversations. And so how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Thank you, John. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have a conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're just going to sort of review what you've done and why you're doing it and, and who you are. So why don't we start with that, exactly who you sure. are. I've just sort of met you online a week ago. Today's the first time I'm seeing you, which is by by Zoom. And so so tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for asking, John. So like you mentioned, my name is Chad Leo, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Our Native Land, through Czech Podcast. Now, Czech uh, TV, which some of your listeners may have listened or heard of, is a TV station based out of Victoria. And I've been, over the past almost year and a half, been in development with Czech uh, to work on some kind of a project uh, that we can uh, get out to the airways, whether it was through video or through audio. So Czech had just built this brand new podcast studio, and I now host our native land through there, which is their first podcast. Now that talks a bit about what I'm doing now, but more about myself is uh, I'm um, Indigenous from the Himalco First Nation, with Himalco First Nation, which is based out of Campbell River, uh, originally from Butte Inlet's Church House or the Bay Area. And that's where my Canadian uh, Indigenous heritage comes from. I also have uh, American Indigenous heritage from uh, Washington State, just below us, from the Stillwamish tribe of Indians. Um, so that's my uh, background from my father's side. My mother is Peruvian and Argentinian, so I'm quite a quite a mix wow. of culture. Wow! <laughs> Where are you ever? <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, all, all over the place. So that's my background. I uh, grew up in Campbell River uh, for most of my adolescent life on the uh, Humalco Reserve, which is just on the outskirts of Campbell River by the airport. And I went to school there. And then uh, through my uh, ages of 12 to 19 years old, I either volunteered or worked for the TV station in Campbell River. Okay. So that was my first dive into to media and broadcasting. So when I was 12, I was volunteering and doing little documentaries for the TV station. And by the time I turned 15, I got a part-time position as a assistant producer and then a producer credits uh, for Shaw TV when Shaw bought out Campbell River Television, which was a nonprofit uh, association uh, back in 2007. So the last two years in Campbell River, I was working for Shaw. So that was my broadcasting a background and then I moved to Nanaimo to study digital media studies at Vancouver Island University and uh, while I was doing that I ended up working in the car industry uh, for the past uh, nine to ten years on and off and now we are here um, after the uh, pandemic hit I uh, got laid off uh, from my hospitality career and my uh, automotive career and uh, need to do something else so here I am. Yeah, you bring a ton of horsepower to to this uh, communications, uh, uh, media, a digital experience venture of yours. So our native land. So that is your podcast of which you are producing out of the Czech TV facilities. 
Is that correct? So the Czech TV facilities that is correct. actually might allow other podcasting uh, ventures to to do their work there. Is that how that works? Yeah. So the, the idea was to build a podcast studio and have it sort of as a, uh, you know, a selective community podcast studio. So they wanted to originally launch with a podcast in place. So the first one obviously being our native land. And then to give the opportunity to maybe some community organizations or um, people uh, that approach Czech with some interesting uh, ideas for a podcast where they can show up, you know, maybe twice a month, once, once a month, three times okay, a month. Okay, so they have work in it. Really, yeah, yeah. So they are working it. So they are they are in uh, the process of uh, producing some other shows right now. I don't know any of the, I have an idea of what some of them are, but obviously I can't. Uh, mention much about it but there will be some other programs to go along with uh, our native land so to kind of be like a, a platform where you can go and just kind of pick what interests you and listen accordingly so yeah so in my uh, sort of uh, real life <laughs> i'm a labor market consultant <laughs> and uh over the past several years have been facilitating contracts for the provincial government to to help align our uh, lower Vancouver Island industry stakeholders with our local First Nations communities, specifically around the area of workplace diversity, workplace employment. And so we felt that there was, in the course of doing that, there was so much that I've learned. And what I've learned is I don't know what I don't know. I mean, so much of things. <laughs> And, and so we decided to take these stories, some of the stories that we engage with, digital. And that mm -hmm. became the formation of the Northern Conversations podcast, of which we've maybe done about 15, I guess. And that is, a, that is a, a, our attempt to, to have others listen to some of these stories and for those folks to go through that process of, gee, I didn't know what I didn't know. Therefore, having a better understanding of our regional First Nations communities. Better understanding leads to better relationships, better engagement, and hopefully in, in my specific case, creating job and employment opportunities. What was, why our native land? What, what, what's, why is that happening? You know, what, what's the, yeah. the motivation behind that? Yeah, absolutely. So our native land, I think it gives a, gives another yet opportunity and platform for Indigenous people, young, old, all walks of life, or people who are working in a field that involves Indigenous people or Indigenous topics. It gives a platform that's um, edu hopefully educational and entertaining. So the idea was to grab people, again, all walks of life, and things that I find interesting that I want to learn just like you. So finding topics that maybe I don't know enough about, or I thought I did, but I want to learn that. And then through that interview or through that communication for the listeners to hopefully learn it with me as well, you know, and I've been pretty clear right from the beginning that I, you know, I'm not here to, to spill the beans on my opinion, the entire episode, or, you know, you're not tuning into me to, to see what Chad thinks or what Chad knows. It's more about, what does he find interesting? Who's he going to talk to? And what are we going to gather from that person in their profession and make that entertaining, fun and exciting along the way? Yes. So that, that, that's, that's, that's why, you know, and, and I think it's, it's so important to, 
to have a, a format like that too, because I, I find sometimes with some some podcasts they get really specific and 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 all the power to them, but really specific and and really in your face about one side or one topic, and it could get redundant. And and so I want it. I want to be a little bit of everything. And I I think I'm going to appeal to a larger audience for that. Oh, totally. Well, I'm certainly going to be supporting your efforts. You know, this notion of uh, reconciliation. That that is that's something very individual to every single Canadian. It is it is a it is their own personal journey, and it, it can be as much as under, I guess understanding what reconciliation is in a global sense, or trying to create one's own understanding, and then and then I think this is very important: getting engaged. What does that mean to be engaged mm-hmm. in reconciliation? It's not enough to, in my opinion, to just read about it and say, hey, I support it, that there's some follow-up mm-hmm. steps. What can I, yeah. on, on a personal level, do to help facilitate reconciliation? And I landed on, well, let me help tell stories. And that's clearly where you're at. And I think that's fabulous that we're now having more and more of these storytelling uh, platforms and scenarios where folks can choose. You had a fascinating fellow on your second podcast. You were talking about mm-hmm. food, wasn't it? About, about and how food it relates to a community and how important it is. What was is that not was that the case? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it well to the first part, you know, talking about reconciliation. In summary, I mean, it, you know, to summarize it, uh, maybe is, is a little uh, forward, but you know, it's it's for me, it's acknowledge the wrongdoing, uh, apologize, commit to change approach or uh, the change of approach, forgive, move on, and build a new respectful and fair relationship so it's acknowledging the past mm. understanding it and building a future that we can all be proud of so in a in a nutshell that's that's hopefully what we can portray and uh learn from uh reconciliation uh in regards to the Alaskas, yeah a, a great a great example of learning from somebody who um uh, truly believes in native culture and history and storytelling which is ultimately a huge part of dealing uh, with with our past is bringing those stories forward and making sure the younger generations understand that. And this gentleman, Jared Williams, has done that through his food, which is amazing. To, to and and such such history, uh, whether it's indigenous or Peruvian, Argentinian, German, whatever it is, that history is passed through food. It's a huge it's a huge storytelling element, right? Yes. So yes. I think that's great. great. What a great opportunity to interview somebody who's local from Vancouver Island, who's dedicated the past little while to feeding his elders and educating younger people. Uh, even his YouTube channel, he has different sections. He has a section for just teaching different sort of modern uh, cultural cuisine. Uh, he has another section where he just goes to different places and actually tells you the real name of the place where it is. You know, like he was talking about Malahat or or uh, Mount Benson, or these different islands, or uh, location, geographical locations that actually are just um, settler names when there's actually real indigenous names to these places with a real backstory. In our um, listening, which is a huge, vital, important part of reconciliation, is just listening. Uh, this notion of food in terms of community development is is vital. 
and 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 not entirely unique to First Nations. I mean, they're they're clearly uh, European nations. I'm a come from an Eastern European background. Uh, food is a vital element, but on the uh, indigenous side, food was not only a vital part of communicating and family building, but it was it was it was how one communicated with with the earth and the elements surrounding you. You got your own food. I mean, until recently. So, and that, that clearly uh, needs to continue. Interestingly enough, in this health crisis, many of us have rediscovered the importance of food in our lives, food security, oh, food sustainability, and, and therefore, to some degree, to some degree, have started to align with our First Nations communities around how food is, is important in our lifestyles. So I think your second podcast around food was very vital. And I look forward to more of those, you know, that would be fantastic. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah no. And I think, I, I think uh, kind of referring to the, the pandemic and kind of the way people are shifting their idea of food, I mean, it really makes you think about where your food comes from. And, and luckily for me, I started thinking about that, uh, about four years ago, I decided I, for me personally, I wanted to take a little bit more responsibility well, you know, what kind of food I'm putting on my plate. So I, I, uh, been working very hard and I was able to go hunting the past two years personally, and I uh, was able to, um, uh, successfully hunt a, a deer this year was my first, uh, successful hunt per se. And I'm very grateful for that animal and, and, uh, to actually learn the process of, uh, the hard work it takes to actually put that food on your plate. And I think a lot of people are, are really thinking about that. And, you know, it's just they so sure naturally are. that, you know, what do the people do here before? And, you know, how am I going to do that in a modern way? I mean, like think of most of the people that live in Alaska, you know, I like watching different shows like life below zero or lawless Island. You know, these, these people are, uh, you know, some of them aren't indigenous, but the way they're practicing and doing things is very parallel to what the indigenous people have done in the past and to what a lot of them are doing today. Wow, fascinating. Well, I'm so glad that I got a chance to chat with you. And, and so Chadis Leo is my guest today, host of Our Native Land. Now, did you want to provide some contact information here at the tail end of our podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the best thing uh, to kind of get a little idea of where everything is and how to get a hold of us, the easiest way to go is to checknews.ca slash podcast, or you can go to checknews.ca and in the shows tab, you can click on our native land. Right. And there is where you have our email address, which is our native land podcast at gmail.com. And we welcome people to uh, submit ideas or submit to possible guests we'd like to interview uh, and comments, questions, any type of stuff through the email. And then when you scroll down, you're going to see all the different areas where you can download the podcast. The three popular ones, obviously, being Spotify, iTunes, and Google. And then there's about six, seven other uh, platforms where you can download uh, our native land and subscribe and listen. So I would yeah. really appreciate that. And you just interviewing me gives us another opportunity to reach more people. Oh, totally. Uh, the, uh, taking storytelling into a digital format is vital uh, for, for uh, Indigenous communities and for, for my community, and therefore together create our community. <laughs> and absolutely. I hope that, that, that that's not interpreted incorrectly, but yeah. the collective community of people yeah, absolutely. That makes living sense. together. Mm -hmm. Okay, my friend, take care, and I hope to uh, chat with you again soon. 
Awesome. Thank you, John. I appreciate the interview. Absolutely.